Welcome to the Inglorious Splashers podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today are two monkey lizards I call friends, John and Brendan. How's it going, my dudes? It is going great. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Unagamahi? Huh? Huh? Hey. Hey. Best monkey lizard I can do. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll take it. That was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't read the Dr. Alpha uh, comics, but I want to. Uh, apparently, she ang- angrily referred to R2-D2 as a monkey lizard. Not sure why, but I want to read it now. <laughs> I'm trying to think when that happened. I'm only a couple months behind on my, my comic reading. so. Is it an ongoing series? Yes. I'm like very unaware. Okay. Nice. I wouldn't have drawn any connection to that being an R2-D2 insult. I, neither neither did I, which is why I thought this one was weird. I was immediately I thinking mean, Bosk. Right. I was like, I might know this. No, I don't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, listeners, comment if you knew exactly what I was talking about, because I certainly didn't. No, but Dr. Affer is a great comic. Uh, it introduced two of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars in Triple uh, Zero and BD1. Not not BD1, B- BT0. BT1? I'm drawing a blank on the second it's, one. It's one of those. But yeah, they came out for um, Imperial Assault, if I they remember did. correctly. They, they're, they're pretty cool looking. They are, for those who aren't aware, it's basically imagine C-3PO and R2-D2 if they were murder droids. <laughs> right, if they had a bunch of missiles attached to them and stuff. <laughs> well, that's that's the the R R two, the uh, the the C three PO one, basically has like knives and stuff come out of his fingers and likes to yeah you know, take people apart. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> good. That's a good droid then. <laughs> Anyways, today on the show we got uh, we got a good show for you guys. We're going to be talking about Geonosians and Inquisitors. What we think their impact is going to be on the world's meta because they are going to be legal for worlds. So if you could paint them up, uh, they're going to they're going to be playable. Uh, then we're going to be going over Brendan's um, uh, tournament that he went to uh, in New Jersey, and then uh, we, I got a small update for our critical hit local scene. So stick around; it should be a fun episode. But before we begin, we're going to give a quick shout out to some of our sponsors of the podcast. We got Baron of Dice. Check out baronofdice.com. His far away galaxy collection for all your Star Wars dice needs. Uh, he's got Shatterpoint stuff if that's what you're into. But this is a Legion podcast, so go get that vehicle damage die. That's my favorite die. Um, it's a great use die. Use checkout code Glorious for a little bit of a discount. Brendan, tell me about how I can print out some terrain, but I don't have a 3D printer. How do I do that? Well, one of the best ways you can do that, if not the best way you can do that, is Panhandle 3D at the Etsy store. I mean, you you don't want to go through the hassle of owning your own 3D printer. Love the look of 3D printed terrain, Panhandle 3D. You know, you don't have to worry about if it breaks or if your print fails or all the other problems that go into having your own 3D printer. It's a headache. It it really (laughs) is. Um, But, you know, if if you like headaches, get your own. If you don't, I recommend (laughs) Panhandle 3D. Uh, and uh, use the code GLORIOUS for a uh, 15% uh, discount. Very nice. John, uh, I hear we have an update for my favorite ad sponsor, the Dice Bus Flow. We do. So 
If you have recently tried to go to the Dice Must Flows Etsy shop, you would have seen that the shop is currently not um, up and running at the moment. Uh, so they are on a temporary hiatus, um, and they will be back up and running momentarily where you can get a awesome custom dice tray or choose from many different options from, you know, Star Wars, D&D, uh, Warhammer 40K, any of the GW products. Um, but like I said, right now they're on a brief hiatus. They will be back up shortly, and we should have an update by the next episode from this episode, so another couple weeks from now. So stay tuned. Um, they will be back up shortly. So just wanted to give an update there. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, then we're going to give a shout-out to some tournaments that are coming up. Uh, I mean, by the time this podcast airs, I think LVO is – already happening if i remember correctly lvo will be over by the time this comes out yep there you go so i hope everyone had a great time uh we got du bois the golden sprue in uh schenectady new york the 27th to the 28th uh brendan might go uh depends 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 on some things depends on some things in in the sports world so sports yay sports ball i'm not saying anything out loud for for uh you know little stitious so <laughs> that's fair it's fair uh moving on we got the critical hit games tournament february uh wait i think i got the date wrong february 3rd february 3rd everyone um i'm gonna be running that one so come check it out and uh, it should be a great time and then we have a tournament at games keep uh february 24th john should be going to that one i believe that is correct i'll be at your tournament as well but, Yay! Uh, I for, I forgot. <laughs> I oh, signed yeah. you. I, I I put you on game up. Look at I already forgot. <laughs> I was get, I was actually about to say I think you signed me up. But in either regard, uh, games keep February twenty fourth. Yeah, I'm gonna start cranking out games here in preparation for Worlds. But uh, games keep is in Westchester, Pennsylvania. If you are familiar with Westchester University, great university. They turn out model citizens, great human beings, and phenomenal Legion players. I myself went there. Corey and Brendan did not. Um, so uh, not saying anything about them personally, but if you would like to check out the area of Westchester, it is awesome. And you can also attend the Games Keep tournament, which will be a 16-person event, three rounds of Legion. Um, we will not be handing out a world's invite. Um, we're trying to keep it casual, although competitive players welcome. I'll obviously be there. I'll be supplying train for the event, so we'll have some really nice-looking tables, and it should be a good time. How many tables we got now? I know you got a lot. Uh, ten. I have ten tables. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I think I'm about to hit six or seven. Nice. Oh. Rookie numbers, Corey. Rookie numbers. I know, I know. John's carrying us right now. Well, I mean, I've got nine that are painted. I've got... Holy and in cow. a half that are Holy printed. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Looks like I got some tables to tables to make. Uh, when is the Inglorious Blasters open? <laughs> that, there we go. That's something we're, we, we are ready. On. We're ready to rock we and roll with own, that. We can hold our own majors. Like, forget about ACO. It's like <laughs> IBO. <laughs> Inglorious Blasters open. There we go. <laughs> yeah, this should be great. We can do it. <laughs> Uh yeah, so anyways, um we got J Notions and Inquisitors to talk about. So uh they're coming out. 
uh, Gene Ocean's very soon. It, by it the time this airs, it's already out. This comes out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Inquisitors. Someone fact check me. It's like March tenth. March eighth or something. Eighth. Okay, it's close enough. Uh, so yeah, realistically, you could definitely paint paint them and um, paint them and play them before Worlds. Uh, so what do what do we think? What do we think we're gonna see more of? It, in my opinion, it's Inquisitors. But do you think Geonosians have a shot and making a splash? I think that we will see Geonosians do better at Worlds than Inquisitors, even though there will be more Inquisitors. That's an interesting take, and I think I. I think I agree with that. In terms of number of Geonosians in a list versus Inquisitors in a list and their win rate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The, the reason I'm thinking that is um, even if people have been practicing with Inquisitors, I mean, we've we've known their, their details for a while. I, as someone who basically only plays Empire, I've been doing a lot of theory crafting on you know, Inquisitor lists. Um, and... I, I see a lot that look really, really fun. Yeah. I don't see any that I think are extremely scary or going to do particularly well in the current Gar can't die meta. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my favorite. I love that. Uh, additionally, I don't think they like either. It, I mean, these, these are melee units. Let's be real. Um, they are also melee units that will die if they see the Wookiee Battle Force or Ewoks. 100%. So, again, I think they're very fun. I've got one great list idea that I I think has some potential. I'm still tweaking it, but I think that there are other ways to use the Inquisitors than as, you know, an aggressive melee threat. One thing, I mean, I've been listening to a bunch of other casts and everything, Everybody's saying, hey, it's great to have two budget force pushes in a list or only bring one and have your one budget force push for turn six when you need it or anything like that. I'm going to challenge somebody who's going to Worlds to do double barrier with their Inquisitors. Or even better, double fear. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because... Wait, one one of the things gives... Inquisitorious training already That's gives one. them demoralize one. Yeah. Give them fear, they become demoralized two. That and is then you an play extra... a bunch of shores with mortars, and then yeah. it's just suppressed suppression everywhere. It, and you, you play Krennic? Yeah, here we go. Yep. <laughs> or you run them both with Vader. I mean, that's a lot of extra suppression you could be putting out. Yep. Again, that's if you run them as a melee threat. Um, but even if you know just think about it there could be scenarios where it's turn six and both the inquisitors haven't gone yet if they're both demoralized too they could literally make some stuff panic and potentially then not score that's fair i think in that in that specific instance i think isn't vader's uh master of evil card just better in that instance yes but imagine you could literally in a scenario play master of evil and if you also have fear on Vader, oh, you, oh, you're saying you're saying all three of them, okay? All three of them, okay, okay. Now I'm with you. You could, let's say, you ran into a Yoda list in one turn. You could theoretically put eight suppression on Yoda in one turn. 
that's a lot of setup and your opponent i don't want to say has to play into it but like they don't but yeah i i'm i'm just calling the fear meta should be a thing now so you know it's yeah it's definitely way more possible now <laughs> yeah yeah everybody's it's, been it's joking pressure. about fear i i think it is a good one especially with the inquisitors it, you know like they're, they they, they they're not recover do you really want to have to recover with them all the time no so put something on them that also doesn't get impacted by opposing opposing inquisitors so fear okay sure (laughs) i mean i i like it in in theory i just like to see it on the table first that's the problem i just i have a hard time like visualizing how that's gonna play out fear i just blacked out realistically what were you guys (laughs) right as soon as as soon as he said fear he was like all right i'm gonna check out (laughs) no but realistically i think people are sleeping on potential for them to just to be a double barrier to protect your army and then you know i mean they're single models they're easy enough to hide you just are recovering every turn and keep having barrier and they are your your linebackers. So if another thing comes at you, they can intercept. So I do think there's right. some play there. Especially imagine if you come up with a list that works with a dark trooper or two, and you've got two barriers to protect your dark troopers. Yeah, you're canceling if you do it right and stuff happens, I guess four potential four crits. Yeah. Right. If nothing else, it's at least two per turn. Right. Which is not nothing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I wonder if they're p- going to pair like well with Dark Troopers because they're the Inquisitors are cheap and having one cheap force push is like pretty decent. So that sounds fun to me. Yeah. Been looking they're, for an excuse I, to play my Darks. Yeah. I, I keep coming up with so many ridiculous lists uh, and... I mean, obviously the most ridiculous one is the, uh, you know, double inquisitor, double lat. But you know, I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, I was waiting for. Yeah, I, I can only yep. get it up to nine lists and feel good about it. Uh, you know, nine acts and feel good about nine acts. But yeah. it, I mean, then the, the lats are kind of lacking in that list, which is disappointing. But yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think you really want to deliver them, though. I no, I, no. I think you want to pick I, I your think, engagement point. I don't, yeah. I don't think you want to go balls to the wall. No, I, I do think that is a trap. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of cool things you can do with them. Uh, it's just going to take some some playing and to, to figure out what they are actually best at. Right on. John, what about you? Yeah, I, I mean, I pretty much agree with a lot of what you guys said. I don't think they will be as game-breaking as what a lot of people initially thought. Um. And I think a lot of the force users that are going to really be hurt by them, a lot of people aren't playing right now, which I, I mean, a lot of people have already kind of said, so that's not like, yeah, you know, some new crazy statement that I'm making. Um, so I definitely agree with that. Like the ones that are top meta right now with Yoda, Anakin. Um, Anything Gar. Yeah, they're not really <laughs> like, force. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not scared of them personally as a Republic player. Um and I you don't really see a whole lot of the other force users. The only thing that I'm worried about is that turn five or six, depending on how the time works out and where your game is going to get 
uh, end up. So whatever that last turn is, whether it ends up being uh, a five round game or six round game, just not being able to get that final force push or having it be potentially nullified um, by one of these guys. That's the only thing that would be frustrating. But for Anakin or Yoda just basically sitting back and providing tokens and either doing barrier or whatever it is, um, they're not going to be affected by these guys. And I don't know if they're going to basically charge headlong into your Republic army. I think you can kind of kite them and just mow them yeah. down on the approach. So um, I'm more concerned personally about Geonosians and being forced into... Um, Objectives you do not uh, moving. Uh, an, uh, yeah, an objective <laughs> that is... <laughs> I don't want to have to move around. I just want to stay in a ball and just. I, I sit only know there. how to dodge shoot and aim shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Geonosians are not. They are not scary. Like they will just die if you shoot them. What is scary is the yeah. objective play and them starting. You know, like a bid war again, like we've seen in you know with with certain skew lists and and being forced into a situation where you have to play like breakthrough with a high act list or recover the supplies is the obvious one and being a Republic player and not being able to get them. Cause they're just going to be bouncing all around the table. Um, cause if you can shoot them, they're dead, but if they're bouncing all around, cause they can double move and jump get with the free jump and never actually be able to shoot them. That's going to be a pain in the butt. And that's what I foresee happening. So to have a core unit with that kind of mobility, that scares me a lot more than something that has to basically like ram into me. I gotta um, say, the Geonosians also with the the death from above. We don't quite know. I don't know how many people have tested it out, but how much of an impact is that going to really have based on tables and what counts is taller, you know, higher. Right, we, we don't down. know that yet. But yeah. I mean. I know a lot of the the guard lists, you know, just take two off the top because of heavy cover. But yeah, that's all of a sudden gone. How survivable are these lists if a majority of the shots are just no cover now? So, so here's my thinking. Uh, I don't think Geonosians are going to be sh- doing shooting. Uh, Not much. I mean, I mean, I think they will if they can, and they can get away with it, like you know, in certain situations. But mainly, in my opinion, they're going to be a lot of like. Uh, hiding behind a big LOS blocker, maybe let's just say a building for fun. They're going to go last, you know, as last as possible and hop over that building and triple move into your lines uh, and then just go charge in. Right. And they're going to do the uh, overrun and melee. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. What do you that's think about my, the... that's my, that's my thought on what they're going to do. Yeah, what do you think about just the play of treating them kind of like they have steady move, shoot, and then jump back? Yeah, that is, de- that is definitely a real play. Cause then they could scale down or I'm sorry climb down yeah or right, they okay. could climb up and then jump back right I mean. right either way uh i think i think that'll work um i think it's going to catch people off guard like once maybe twice but then like i think we're going to get used to it and basically you just have to stay range two away from like that said building <laughs> so I, I think that's in my opinion i think that's too easy to play around i I would, there are yeah. going to be there are going to be certain situations I and mean, key position battles and right. like intercept battles where like you can't avoid that right you're mm-hmm. you're going to be within that, in that range two uh, bubble and, and that's empire when that's and, when they're going to that's when they're going to be great right and empire and republic like those because they don't have to move so right. 
that those are things that those players are going to have to think about. It they're definitely table dependent. Um, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they're definitely good on movement up stuff. They're definitely good on recover. Uh, and I think the way to build them is just the extra dude plus the melee dude. And if if you get into melee, cool. If you don't, just try and do the objective. I think. I think yeah, it, I, don't I think it think just depends the, on, depends on the matchup. Yeah, I don't think the gun guy brings anything, and he's too many too many points. He's way too many points. Yeah. Yep. You're not gonna see him. He's they're gonna the gun guy's gonna die. <laughs> they're they're just gonna die. So like that's why I'm trying to like fit him in with like you know magnas like I don't know like four four fully kitted out Geonosians and then like three magnas and like two regular ones and Poggle like I th- I think that's a list I made. I might be daydreaming, but um, <laughs> but but like you know it's just a full in like you know just. Hey, like shoot, <laughs> good good luck, right? Geo notions going first because they're like, uh, and their distraction, and then the magnets go clean them up. I don't know, just tossing some list ideas. Uh, but really quick before I forget this thought, uh, John mentioned something, and he said they could possibly be starting some crazy bid wars. So, I think the most impact at Worlds is going to be bidding rather than Geo notions and Inquisitors, solely due to the fact that if you lose a game, you're out. So I think people might come out with skew lists that are like annoying to fight against and bid for it. So yep. um, Wookiees, if you have speeders, uh, Blizzard Force, I hope you're bidding again. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, stuff stuff like that. For, depending also, you might just be bidding because you want to be able to pick your table side, depending on the type of list. Yeah, I mean, how many points do you invest into that, though? Ewoks can afford it, but I think anyone else really can't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've ever taken a skew list and with a bid and been well, like, I'm you saying, know what? I'm gonna be red. <laughs> I'm not saying it's necessarily a skew list, but you okay. know, depending on the type of list you're running, you might prefer a table edge over a, a, a uh you know, the list. Especially if you notice that enough of your opponent's objectives are what you wanted to play anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I typically end up with no bid, especially if I can help it. Otherwise, I might get stuck at seven ninety nine, and then I'm like, "What can I cut to get to seven ninety eight, and then throw recon intel on an RPS to get to eight <laughs> hundred? Um, yeah, that makes but, sense. But since that format, <laughs> ever since that format came out, and you guys know how much I dislike Barks, which is ironic because I got my invite with Barks. Um, I have been looking at Anakin triple barks just because of the skew list and trying to build like 788 point list and trying to do like a 12 point bid Anakin triple barks and going kind of back into skews and like what, what can I look at to kind of go into worlds with that in mind, I will say. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, cool. Uh, anything else before we move on from this topic? I think I think we kind of hit the highlights there. Yeah, I mean, if you're not going to Worlds, obviously, have fun. Play these guys. Try, try yeah, the new stuff. Uh, yeah. If you're going to Worlds, uh, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a lot of, I mean, it's too, like, uh, to have that type of core unit in Separatist drop pretty much not right before worlds but have this type of impact on worlds 
that's pretty big. And then for Empire to get that type of release literally right before Worlds, it will be pretty chaotic. That's It's, it's going to be chaos, and I'm fine with it because I'm only fine with it because <laughs> the format is one and if you lose one, you're done. <laughs> so, like, whatever. <laughs> I already know I'm out. <laughs> well, uh, normally I would I never... I would never wish this on any on well how do i want to phrase this i would be completely against like a points update narada like months prior to like a big event like worlds but when they when i saw the inquisitor release i was like well I'll just drop a points update like we should all basically have a chance to rework our list like if two two of the four main factions five if you count yeah. shadow collective like let's just I- complete complete chaos for everybody just so that we're all on the level playing field mm-hmm. but it is what it is i think it's going to be just fine i think player i think the good players are, i mean this is an obvious statement the good players are hiding their tech and they're going to find like some list that like really works for them and really jives for them and sure. everyone's going to go oh that's a crazy list and then like wow you got top four with it great uh, everybody's but hiding fear and every, every everyone else uh, they're they're gonna bring them and then not do great. That's my opinion. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fear and lats. Fear and lats. Speaking of fear and lats, show off your lats <laughs> on our Discord. We got a uh, <laughs> flawless transition. We got a mini's hobbying section. <laughs> you know, you can show off some of your you know hobbying there. I, uh, I'm gonna be posting pictures of some terrain that I've been working on uh in the terrain terrain section and then of course we got some more lovely pet pictures uh i we, you know we gave the call out and, and the discord the discord uh did not fail us <laughs> we got all sorts of pets from hamsters uh to snakes it's all great it's all cool stuff uh yeah if you, if you want to join our discord the link is in the show notes uh we're on most popular podcasting apps including apple spotify google and YouTube, uh, so we'd appreciate it if you leave us a rating and review. That would really help us out. Uh, you know, we got an email address, swlingloriousblasters at gmail.com. Uh, you could send us uh, any type of mail. If you've got questions, we'll answer them on the show. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just, you know, just search SWL Inglorious Blasters or uh, Inglorious Blasters, a Star Wars Legion podcast on Facebook. Alrighty. With the social media garbage out of the way. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I'll give a quick update for um, uh, the critical hit like local scene that I'm trying to trying to make. So I gave like a a shout out to uh, the Legion players in my area, and luckily a lot of them responded. Right, so some of them can't make it on Mondays, which like I understand. Um, all good there. Not not every day works for everyone, but that's the day that the store plays at. So we got if you don't include myself, four other players. Um, so that's that's a pretty good turnout, and then. You know, if my two other co-hosts would show up some of these days, <laughs> we could get more. <laughs> I don't like traffic. That's fair. That's I'm on fair. the wrong side of the city to get there in a reasonable amount of time. John John drives for a living, so he's got no excuse. I will be there. <laughs> my man, my man. But it's been good. So we've I, I've gone to uh, two of them now. Uh, this last one, I braved the snow like a like a big dum dum. Uh, and <laughs> I did get one game in, but that did affect some of the, some of the player turnout, which is fine. Uh, next week should be pretty nice. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, so I'm excited to see those same players at the critical hit tournament. 
on the fourth. Um, third. Yeah. So it's on the third. Should, should be a fun get, time. Get, get your dates. Nice. It is the third, right? I did say it correctly at the beginning. It is February third. Yes, February third. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's yeah, that's a quick update. Yeah. Cool. Well, no, that's not the the whole update. There have been no lats. Oh right, yes. Brendan has been calling me out on on I, yeah. <laughs> on the uh, critical hit uh, Star Wars group page. Um, yeah, there's been Corey no lats. He's been pictures. doing his job. There have been no lats. Yep, uh, I've requested Daryl to bring his lat in so I can so I can shut up the peanut gallery. <laughs> I I will show up with a double lat list. Oh, perfect! There we and go. Then you, <laughs> I will kill two it's birds, be on the table. one stone. Right, it'll be on the table, but you won't play it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you own two lats, you monster. Yeah, three lats, two gar, three. one empire. Oh, okay. They're they're different paint schemes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And yet you never bring them anywhere. If you did, you are, even try uh, them? Uh I don't think I've played them ever. They look very nice, though. I can post some pictures up on the Discord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it. The lat you attack. Could... Lat attack. Triple lat. It should be all three in one picture. You, I can make we should happen. play. We should play doubles and just bring all the lats. There we go. <laughs> what could go wrong? Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. List, list name is always Don't Let Me Down. Don't let me down. Don't let, don't me, let down. me down. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, Brendan, uh, you went to a tournament recently in New Jersey. Yeah. That was the battle for the Jersey Shore one, right? That was the one. Yes. It was a world's invite event and there ended up being 17 players. So only, uh, one invite on the line, hoping we'd get to that 32 mark and have a secondary tournament. So there would have been three, but unfortunately didn't get there. Um, so I, uh, as I've been talking about on the cast, I keep trying to come up with uh, lists that I like for uh, Moff Gideon. Um, you know, so I named the list that I ran. Uh, Moff Gideon is a good commander because most people think he isn't. So, me being one of them. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Corey. Um, so um, the list I ran was 800 points and 11 activations. Uh, it was Moff Gideon with Improvised Orders and the Darksaber, IG-88 with Hunter, Emergency Transponder, and Targeting Scopes, uh, two Shore Troopers with T-21s and Medical Droids, one Shore Trooper with Del Miko and an R-4, three Mortars, and three Sniper Strike Teams. Um, before I get into the games, I will say I'm not ever running this list again. Uh, things never didn't work out the way I had envisioned in my head uh, on how I could work with this list. Um, I personally don't think IG-88 was a, a good thing to have in the list. Um, I would have preferred not having Del Mico in the R4 and instead of another, have another T-21 and a medical droid. Um, but the real thing I was missing from my list was Impact. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of critical. Uh, these guys are laughing because they, they know what I, I ended up facing. I know what happened. Um, so round one, I end up uh, playing against Matt Hall. 
and uh, Matt brought Tempest Force, a uh, double ATST bunch of, uh, you know, uh, scout teams, you know, Cla- classic kind of Tempest Force. I ended up being the blue player, and we played Clear Conditions, Rollout, and Bombing Run. Yes, I had Bombing Run in my list <laughs> with my complete yep. infantry. Um, <laughs> the reason being, I thought, depending on the lists I ran up against, something that people would never expect is how good triple-moving infantry with bombs could be because of and then ruthless. healing them back <laughs> yeah because of the the ruthless keyword on uh, gideon i still think there's some play there uh it didn't work out this way in our game um so matt put his two bomb his three bombs two of them on his atsts one of them was marquand and on his uh stormtrooper squad that you know had the the heal bot for the atsts Mm-hmm. Uh, I put my three on my short troopers. I think the game would have gone very different if Matt hadn't, instead of just going with his ATST straight across the board to score, he turned both of them right at my troops to start blasting. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play the objective, got it? No, not no. He did, he did it with the stormtroopers, but not with the ATSTs for a bit. Nice. That's, that's um. Funny. We get to a point where I've killed Marquand. Uh, I'm half my shore troopers are just hiding behind a building, trying not to die. And he gets his other ATST to within scoring range and drops the bomb. And that was a great play because it ruined what I was hoping to do with IG-88. Because now IG-88's entire activation was move and claim the bomb so it didn't go off. Um, so I pick up one of the bomb, a bomb that was, you know, dropped and was going to score. His other stormtrooper unit with the bomb is on the far side of the table, just booking it. I've got all my strike teams kind of hiding in the back. I end up moving one strike team and engage to stop his strike team from being, his uh, stormtroopers from being able to continue booking it. They were basically at that point a withdraw away and they'd be in range to score. Um, and before he could get the withdraw, uh, I was able to get a second strike team in engaged. So he couldn't withdraw. Nice. So he wasn't nice. able to score nice. that bomb. Um, how it ends up is we we're looking at the table. Uh, neither of us are going to score. So we, uh, just decide, all right, we're blowing up bombs and seeing what we can take with us. <laughs> so he sets off his bomb. Uh, it ends up killing my strike teams. Um, I set off one of my bombs and I take out one of his scout teams with it. <laughs> yeah, because it was only down to a couple models. Yeah, um, nice. And so final score was 0-0 zero, zero, and I win on kill points. <laughs> what a weird game oh yeah i mean i killed both of the uh atsts and you know one of his strike teams he killed two of my strike teams and something else um probably one of my shores if not yeah just i think one of my shores maybe two uh no and a couple of the mortars 
Um, but the craziest thing was both Gideon and IG-88 were hiding on one health each. So they, they're just... Well, yeah, that's all they, they need. They were limping they along. Needed. Yep. So, yes. uh, game two. I uh, get to play uh, uh, Pat Sherlock. Uh, we have played before. Great guy. Uh, you know, I just played some ATSDs. Why not play more ATSDs? Another Tempest Force. Ridiculous. Uh, this time, I get to experience the full terribleness that is Tempest Forced. Um, because the first game we played Bombing Run. So they didn't scout. This time they scouted. And I definitely misplayed where I put my troops. Because all of a sudden, oh, there's some ATSDs in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly range two. Uh, we end up playing clear conditions, major offensive, and intercept. Uh, this one, I just... I was not getting enough crits to really deal with these ATSDs. Hence why I missed impact. Um, mm -hmm. And we get to a point where I have an out to win this game. I, I, I don't win this game. But I had a play. The dice just didn't go in my favor for it. It, it was a long shot. But it was along the lines of uh, he had one unit on his back intercept point, and IG-88 was engaged with a squad. If IG-88 was able to kill both squads, he could have moved and been in range to score the back point. Be oh. Because he's got the versatile gun and he's he's got his axe. And yep. both squads only had, I want to say, two guys left. Maybe the, the guys he was engaged with were three. I, I can't remember. But... It was close. He, you know, he, he kind of just whiffed his role. And it, Dang. I, I had the play. It was there. The, the dice betrayed me. Um, ultimately, though, I can't blame just that one. That would that just would have been a complete amazing out. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I lost that game on the deployment um, and just ATSDs. I mean, I just I don't have answers for armor with this list. As fun as this list is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, congrats to, to Pat. And then my third game, I met uh, and played against uh, Ricardo. Ricardo is a newer player. Real real nice guy. Um, also, another Empire list. So, put this into perspective for everyone. 17 people. There were five Empire lists. I was one of them. I played three. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's a little frustrating yep would have been nice to see some variety uh i got a little variety uh so i didn't get to fight more atsds <laughs> with That's the kinda. last game um instead it was double bounty uh bosk and boba uh with two imperial officers two short troop one short trooper one mortar three stormtroopers one had a DLT and a Medroid. Two had T21s, captains, and offensive push, and a strike team. Um, for our game, we end up playing 
uh, Sabotage the Moisture Evaporators, uh, Long March, and Minefield. So I did what any great red player would do. I sat back and just tapped my stuff and let him come to me. Yep, as you do. Because he did have a bid. It was not 800 versus 800. So, yeah, uh, Ricardo's yeah. list was 795. So I just sat back and just shot everything that came my way. Uh, numerous things ended up panicking throughout the game. Uh, just from the pure suppression I was putting on them, and it it was unfortunately not a not a pretty sight for uh, Ricardo's troops. Um, I I did teach Ricardo about ruthless because I had a lot of fun uh, moving up, shooting, and moving back with my shore troopers. Nice, there you go. So you know, hey. I'm not at range. Now I'm at range. Now you're not at range. Ha ha. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) And hiding behind buildings and stuff to do that. Um, So now uh, Ricardo was had a a blast with that. Now he wants to try it. So I I have made at least one convert to uh, To the the, ruthless ruthless school. (laughs) Um, So uh, obviously we, because it was sabotage, we end up uh, tying four, four, uh, and it goes to kill points. Uh, I killed uh, 371, and all I lost was a mortar. So, it, yeah. Okay. yeah, it was uh, Moff Gideon literally never moved. He just sat in the spot dodge, where dodge I deployed him. Chill, chill yeah. <laughs> like a villain. <laughs> he was just uh, the only things he really did to contribute was shoot his own men. Yep, yep. He just got in position and was like, "All right." Nope. Uh, ruthless Slayer, Ruthless Slayer. Yep. Yep. Nice. So, yeah. Good times. So, I, I did not get my invite uh, as I lost a game. Um, congrats to uh, Pat. He did end up getting the invite. And I believe that makes four store championships where my only loss was to the person who got the invite. So, go me. Always so close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brendan, Brendan. That's all right. I'm sure I, it sounds like a lot of fun, and I wanted to make that one, but I just couldn't couldn't make it happen. Yeah, so I want yeah. to uh, congratulate whoever ends up winning Star Wars trivia this year because I won't be there to take it from you. Well, I'll tell you what, it will not be the Inglorious Blasters team because we are nothing without Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this is ridiculous. I thought I was yeah. going to get one of those cool medals that was dangled in my face because I didn't go last uh, year. You know what? If we want to get one of those medals. Then I think we just have to pay for, pay for his flight. I <laughs> <laughs> just tell him to come anyways. Uh, that'd be fun. Get get me yeah. Just have me show up for that night and leave. <laughs> just leave. It's like all right, your job here is done. Goodbye. That would be fun. <laughs> oh man. Um, I I mean like you fighting that many tempests and then like we saw a good amount of tempests at um at PAX. Yeah, I think people are starting to take them again. At least at least ATSDs and armor in general. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't want fi- I don't want I don't want to fight against that. Definitely plan for it. I think uh Tempest is probably the most likely version of Empire that will be seen at Worlds. It's either that or Dark Troopers. Yeah. Armor. Yeah. Armor in general. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think any other faction's that good at armor. Maybe Gar, but then why aren't you playing the other stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like literally it. It's just Empire stuff. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It's the Empire. Right. Right. Well, cool. Uh, yeah. Any, anything else? Uh, I mean, it's a little early, but... <laughs> hey, you guys got anything else before we close out the show? You got nothing. Nothing. Got nothing. I'm just going to say, uh, even if you're going to Worlds, if you think you're not going to win, you're not going to win. So just make a list that you're going to have fun playing. That's right. Uh, Value fun over hyper competitive? Uh, Who knows? (laughs) Just play whatever you want. Yeah, that's that's what I do. Yep. Even when I'm trying to be competitive. (laughs) (laughs) Think about about how well you would do if you just used the good units. (laughs) <laughs> Just you mean This has been the Inglorious Blasters. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone. My name's Corey. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Brendan. I think I might be a little crazy. Stay glorious, everyone, except for the lat. <gasps> Heresy. <laughs> <laughs>